Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Okay, thank God for Brenna, because I start every podcast now just by talking instead of our thing mm-hmm. we have to do to line things up. Like, how many times now? Too many. Just a couple. <laughs> mm. Um, But she always remembers, thankfully, which is great. One of the many reasons why we need each other for an endeavor <laughs> like this. It's <laughs> true. Um, but we're doing a mini episode today. Which I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, Brenna is the only one really contributing in the setup to bring you content. We're going to look at her old writing, book writing, her first novel attempt, right? We're not going to look at it, but yes, I'm going to talk well, about it. Well, we're going to, are we going to hear excerpts? I mean, that wasn't the plan. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to um, have you talk about how it's changed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, th- sure. I guess that's about it. Um, I I didn't mean just in a derogatory way. I just... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know what to talk about either. I just recently was feeling very frustrated writing a new book and was like, let me just write rewrite some of my old book and go back to it to try and get more of that creative juices flowing. And so that's what I don't know. That's why I suggested talking about this because I kind of like went back to my very first book that I queried millions of times. um, And now that I've written, now that I've rewritten my second book and started writing Mm -hmm. a new book, I like, it's just insane the different eyes you can look at something with. And like that writing to me looks horrible. (laughs) It's just so crazy to me how that always happens. I know, especially because we've gone back and looked at our writing from college and our writing from, like, middle school. But it'll be interesting because you worked on this book, like, right before we started this podcast. I worked on this book. Yeah, I mean, like, this is basically my little rundown is my two books that I've written. I have written. I both started when I was, like, a teenager. And I basically finished finished them, like, as a young adult. Um, But even that, like, it's there's so many things that I can now see that like I couldn't see before, um, Mm -hmm. which is just insane. Cause I worked through like my, I queried this first book a lot. I didn't get anywhere. Um, I got like a couple of agents interested. Um, but I think the main issue was it's way too short. It's like way too short. And I knew it and I just was stubborn. Hmm. Um, and like, I, that's the main issue with it. Cause you can't have a sci-fi novel that's that short. Um, and so that was the main issue, but I just kind of was stubborn and I eventually just gave up after querying a bunch and I decided to like rewrite my second novel and query that instead. And that's kind of where that whole process was totally where, like, I I just learned so much because I had, I went through all the beta, the beta readers like process and getting people to read it and, um, and all of this stuff. And, uh, I think I just learned so much through that process that like when I went back to my first book, it's just insane how different it looks to me and how Mm. I can notice all these things. And it's not like I, I don't know. It's not like I went out and specifically learned these things. Like it just happened that I learned all this through the process. Yeah. And rewriting, rewriting that second book and like going through the query process, the quote unquote right way, or like the more, the more strategic way. I just, Mm -hmm. it really helped me. A lot and I think uh 
I think everyone's kind of says just like once you query a book, just like give it up and and move on. Um, and I mm-hmm. was doing that, but it's just it was I was really struggling, so I decided to kind of try and get that feeling back of like loving to write. And I knew that if I went back to a story I already loved, that would help. Um, and I already like you know had an idea of you know the whole I don't know I already loved the characters like I'm still trying to fall in love with the characters that I'm writing now in a new book and it's just hard for me because like I've told yeah. many times I haven't written a new piece that this, that is this long in in my whole life since I well since I was a teenager so <laughs> um it's just tough and I think that really helped in going back I don't know I just I was just the phenomenon of seeing your bad writing years later is just so crazy to me how it always looks worse, like no matter what. Yeah. And that's why I've always been scared to publish. And I think a lot of people are scared to publish for that reason. But I know that you just mm-hmm. have to let it go. Um, yeah. That your first book is never, like you're always going to see your first book as never as good as like your latest book in terms of writing and stuff, because it's just how it goes, I guess. Um, yeah, definitely. Or you're always going to find like mistakes after mm-hmm. it's published. And that is something that I, I've, I've worked very hard to get myself to understand. That's just how it happens. So, yeah. So do you feel like be... you have peace with that concept? I think so. I think that at this That's point, cool. I'm just so desperate and sad and wanting to <laughs> publish that, like... <laughs> publish anything! I don't even care. Like, I obviously, I I don't know. It has definitely been a struggle recently. It just feels like I... I'm sorry. ...am... I don't know this. I don't want to complain. I'm 26 years old. And I know that's very young to publish a book. Like I know that so many people publish books much later in their careers, but like, I just feel yeah. like I'm wasting time and it sucks. Aww. Cause I don't want to feel that way. Cause like I, if I don't want to write at that moment, I just feel guilty and I don't want to do that. You know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. hard. So. Mm. So you, I mean, that was part of the reason why you went back and looked at um, this. Yeah. Stuff. Did it help? Do you feel any better? You still feel or lacking motivation? I feel better. I think it's it's hard because I um, like I want to still. There's definitely like agents and agencies I didn't query to, and I almost want to just continue. Once if I do rewrite this first book, just like throw it out there and see. And it's going to be like a full rewrite, so it's not really going to be anything similar to what I queried I mean it will be similar but like it won't it'll be different enough that I could potentially query to like the same agencies I queried two years ago um but I know that that's kind of just like that's just kind of a a pipe dream so but I feel like I am I feel like the idea that I can I still have hope for this book um Mm -hmm. makes me feel hopeful for the rest of my writing it's just hard because I know that I should probably just give up on it but like I like I said it just I needed that juices you know that juices that creative juice flowing <laughs> I needed that juices <laughs> I don't think you necessarily have to give up on this book especially since it was so short yeah like in your mind when you envision finally like getting that book published it would be longer right yeah I never I mean I knew that like I don't know it was way too late by the time I accepted it was too short I had queried so many people and the general consensus of people that did say they liked it, it was too short. Um, and the ending was like really rushed, which I totally get. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I did have, and I've talked about this before, but it was also that one person that I got a revise and resubmit from, and then she stopped being an agent. So it was very devastating. And I think I just kind of got really like 
knocked over the head by that where like I essentially revise and resubmit like usually they will sign you if you revise it the way you know they give you the tips on I don't know how common that is but I feel like that's kind of the consensus I got is like they will sign you once you revise it but I took so long that by the time I did she wasn't an agent anymore um and it was just sad (laughs) and that like really knocked me down so I that's kind of like I mean I'm totally I am very happy for that experience, though, because I, I changed it in a way that was so much better. But mm-hmm. um, that was your second book, though, right? No, that was my first book. My second book, oh, okay. uh, I have not queried like nearly as many agents. And I think it's uh, I think the premise is not as enticing as my first book. So not a lot of agents mm-hmm. have like requested to read it. But um, I think that like I think that given a full rewrite and stuff, my first book could still be publishable over my second book, I guess. I don't know. It's very, it's very annoying. And And you're working on your third right now. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's tough. And talking about we're we're doing like premarital counseling and all the stuff um, and mm-hmm. just talking about like futures and like what I want my career to be. And it's just kind of, it's hard. Cause I just, yeah, I want to work for myself and be a published author, but at the same time, I know that's not very, <laughs> not very realistic in terms of the working for myself part. Um, right. So yeah. But publishing yeah. and like having people read your stories mm-hmm. is realistic i think i think that um, like i don't doubt that that's gonna happen for me i think like i, I yeah. feel like at this point i'm still believing that that will happen at some point but it's just hard to sit here yeah and do the work in the meantime can be discouraging i'm very instant gratification-y and writing a novel mm-hmm. takes forever and i hate it i just want to yeah. make a painting and be done <laughs> oh yeah because that's so easy i'm just kidding but like i want something it's just it doesn't I don't know. Hey. No, I totally get it. <sighs> so. Would would you ever um, want to focus on a short story and try submitting that to things? I mean, that's not, it's hard because I know that that's something that, you know, helps you get published is having your stuff, like winning contests and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've done that before. And like with poetry and stuff, it's just not the dream and I don't like I don't it just it feels like a step that I should take not that I want to take um Hmm. but like I mean yeah I'm not opposed to it it just seems seems uh more of an obligation yeah it could even be um I don't know what if you did a short story version or like an excerpt from your first book first book's world yeah would it be more appealing then probably depending on the places that you submit a short story to you could you know have maybe it would be like a more condensed timeline just from the fact that you wouldn't have to spend as much time writing it um give you a chance to get that reward of people reading it and it being yeah. in print and then even being able to add that to your like author bio when you submit mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I think that's, that's iffy with um, 
having something like, I don't know, I guess it could be just, you know, it, it wouldn't even have to be an excerpt. It could be something new from that world. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's, that's always like iffy with, uh, with getting an agent. Cause they never want, they don't want anything you've published before. Um, right. But this could be, yeah, no, that makes sense though. I think that that would be a cool idea. Um, well, and they say that, but then like the amount of people that have like fan fiction turned novel. Yeah. I, I mean, I put my, my uh like the first iteration of my first book on amazon for like a few days and my mom and a a cousin bought it so like it it's technically that's a thing um but like it's that's feels so far i'm telling myself that's so far removed from the the edited version that i have now that it's fine so yeah um so i don't freak out but i think it's more like if you self-publish an actual like if if you go through all of that and it doesn't do well then agents really don't want to sign with you i think that's more of what they mean so um Yeah. Yeah. I think that's stupid personally, but well, I get it. I know that it's a standard. Yeah. But I mean, how will they word find counts out? are stupid, but it's a standard. So That's fair. Well, they'll find out because they can search you, you know. There's this thing called the internet. <laughs> there's this thing called the internet. I know, um, but if you have different characters, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh, I've seen some things that are like, you absolutely cannot have published something anywhere. And like, I get so scared about that because I'm like, well, I did this. And technically my book had like a ISBN. Is that what it is? For like a few days. Does that mean I can mm-hmm. never be published? Like, it's just hard. I It's so the publishing industry is a nightmare, truly. Uh, and it sucks. Yeah. Um, and I know during the pandemic, it just got just terrible and the timelines for stuff are so much longer than they used to be which that's even a whole other thing is i can understand the appeal to self-publish too because even like i see the finish line is getting an agent but that is nowhere near the finish line at all (laughs) but i have to just focus on that now because that's like all i can do um baby steps bro yeah but it takes forever forever and ever Mm -hmm. sorry um yeah, I mean, so I finally got back into, um, was there anything specific you want to make sure we talked about, or are we good to, like, talk just about creativity and motivation now? No, I'm I'm good. I just, that's where I am right now in my life. I just wanted to share yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I understand, like, I think it's important to validate your feelings of frustration, um, because it is frustrating. But then also to, uh, like, not fall into it and to remember, like, the fact that your writing has improved so much. Yeah. And you got more results in the second one versus the first one, you know? I didn't, but sure. Didn't you I got not? I got less. I mean, I queried way less people, but, like, I didn't get as nearly the positive response that I got with my first book. Like, I got the feeling that a lot of other – a lot of agents were interested in my first book, but they knew it was just too short. And mm. that was why they didn't uh, – like, and I got more requests to read the whole book. Whereas my second book, I only got, like, a couple. So I think it was um, – it may, it may just be the premise. Um, and mm. I just could have not queried the right agent. So, I mean, like I said, I queried way more with my first, so – but the first I one was... learned a ton, so I don't think it was not yeah. worth it um, at all. Your first one was the sci-fi one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But didn't you, I mean, you didn't work with beta, sorry, I'm just trying to, I know all this stuff. 
I mean, I can do like a short timeline because my first novel, I actually got it professionally edited in college because I thought you had to do that. So like I paid for a professional editor. She tore it apart and basically came up with like the whole new premise for me. And I am so grateful for that because it's so much cooler (laughs) and she didn't have to do that. Like she really helped come up with like a solid world around what I had already. And it was so cool. And I loved, I I don't regret that. Um, But then like, yeah, I also got beta readers as well in like, um, like a couple rounds of, or maybe one round of beta readers as well. Once I like edited it, um, mm-hmm. so I it have sounded. I don't know. It just sounded like your beta reader response to the second one was more. The beta reader response was better. Yeah, I think they all mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Uh, but the yeah, the like agent response wasn't as thrilling. Well, and it could be um, because of the premise, or it could be just because of the market. You know what I yeah. mean? Like totally. No, I agree. It's literally nothing. You can't, yeah, you can't, like, figure it out. (sighs) Well, what I was going to say is I finally started, I subscribed to this artist on Patreon, and I've kind of fallen off the wagon in terms of, like, watching her monthly tutorials, and Mm -hmm. even my drawing practice has really gone to the side lately. But um, I just went through this video of hers, about sketching and like finding a flowy sketching style that's like pleasing and like embrace what comes out naturally and it sort of diverged into this whole conversation about creativity and like setting up your life to capture that creativity and not like be so hard on yourself and she was like talking Mm -hmm. about she was drawing for so such long periods of time like her drawing sessions were so long that she mm. had issues with her right arm and like had to go to the doctor and the doctor told her like she needed to take breaks and so she started obsessively drawing and writing with her left hand to train herself which totally misses the point yeah. um <laughs> and so she like eventually switched like became really strict with herself about time limits and doing shorter sessions and over the years she's done shorter sessions for many years now has been just as productive and more mentally healthy um and like takes serious amounts of time to like just relax and set herself up to get inspired and i don't know i like part of when early on when we started this little mini com- conversation episode I was thinking about like when you were talking about wanting to go back and re- and uh, work on your first book, like mm-hmm. even if you're still struggling to write environments and shit, you could just spend several months instead of sitting down and writing, even if you don't do your first book, why don't you spend several months sitting down and setting yourself up for creative inspiration instead of writing if you're not enjoying it? Yeah. I think I I do enjoy it when I actually sit down and do it. I just always find something else to do, which Mm. I think is partly just because I am at home all day. So I just see everything that I need to do. But um, it just sounds like you need a change. I don't know. I'm trying to solve your problems. No, I think I we're about to move in like a couple weeks. So I think that Mm -hmm. having my own like a fully my own space, I hoping and will help me. Um, and, and I don't know, having more outdoor space and, uh, yeah. but. Cause you said you feel guilty when you, um, aren't writing 
And I yeah. know another thing this artist was talking about was like not finishing the paintings and sketches that she starts, not like fully mm-hmm. realizing them. And now she just like sits down and does a bunch of sketches at once and saves them. And when she feels inspired and motivated to finish one, she does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I did with it. I was feeling so unmotivated and uninspired. So I was like, let me just go back to this story and these characters I love and always make me feel excited to write. Um, so that's what I did. But then it made you sad. <laughs> then it made me sad because, no, I mean, I was, I think I'm just, I was already just kind of frustrated and thinking about, you know, how long this process takes and. Yeah. Um, because of the damn marital counseling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, even before then. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. But uh, I don't know. It's just like, can I just be a famous TikToker and make millions within a day? Come on. <laughs> Man, I mean, it sucks to like end a conversation like this on a low note but also it is realistic and it also in the grand scheme of things doesn't make you unsuccessful you know what I mean yeah I think I literally posted an Instagram post in like 2020 that was like I'm gonna sell my book in 2020 (laughs) oh what a nightmare Uh, oh here I'll end on this it's um I mean it's an image so it's not so you know classic form we're uh, not really embracing this audio medium maybe <laughs> but it's a little it says showing up daily what we think it means and it's got a bunch of full circles in a row and then what it actually oh. means and it's a yeah. bunch of like there's some full ones but some of them are like yeah. half some are barely have anything in it and yeah. there's nothing wrong with it i don't know no i Actually, now that when you said, like, go to a, I don't know, get inspired, I started writing, I was, I started going back to my first book, like, right before we were going to the beach, and Mm -hmm. I would sit outside and read it, and it was very nice, and I think Mm. getting a change of environment is always good. Um, Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you think you're going to try and do more of that in the coming weeks, or? I think so. I think once we move... I don't know. There's a lot going on in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, I work has been a lot. So it's been hard to want to continue yeah. to sit in front of a computer, um, which I, I don't know why I say that I do that. But I like where I'm active with the computer, not just watching something on it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, but I get it. Yeah. Life has been stressful lately. Part of me feels like I should be happy right now because, like, the pandemic's better. It's, like, nothing Mm -hmm. like it was in 2020 and, like, should be grateful. But, like, shit is really stressful right now, especially for people our age. With, like, income, rent, all of that. (sighs) Party. Anywho. Well, I'm sorry that you're feeling low, but... It's part of the process. And I love you no matter what. Thank you. I love you And I've always said, and maybe it loses meaning the more times (laughs) I say it, but I really do see see this for you. And there's no world in which I see myself living where it doesn't eventually happen. (laughs) So 
No, it doesn't lose its meaning. I always appreciate that. I You're the only one that tells me that, like, in those words. Like, everyone else, I get that feeling, but you're the one that just tells me, so I, I need that. And you know I don't lie. <laughs> That's true. You don't. Except to every one of our listeners, always. Yeah. Well, I'm a speaker of harsh truths if necessary, but also mm-hmm. a speaker of the good truths. And like I said, I see it for you. Um, I do too. It's just a process, the journey. Yeah, I get it. Well, on that note, I hope everyone had a great time listening to this downloaded episode. (laughs) No, I think it's helpful and relatable. (laughs) If we have any writers that actually listen to this versus other people that are just listening to listen. Yeah. So let us know. (laughs) Let us know what if you're a writer. Let us know if you're depressed. Yeah. (laughs) And how relatable we are. Yeah. Well, should we end it? All right. Bye, everyone. Here's a hug for you. Yeah, I wish I could hug you, Brenna. Aw, doggy. I wish I could hug your dog. He wishes you could hug him, too. (laughs) That's a lie. He doesn't like hugs. Aw, buddy. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>